Jerry Norton here. On today's video, I'm going to share an interview with honorary Flipping Genius Club members Aldo and Martin, business partners from Texas. Now, Aldo and Martin found out about wholesaling on TikTok and then found my YouTube channel and joined my program. And what's exciting about Aldo and Martin is they started wholesaling at 18 years of age. And now one year from starting, they are doing four to five deals consistently a month. On this interview video, they share how they had a rocky start, but then found their stride doing three distinct marketing methods that are producing amazing results. You'll learn about their first deal, how it fell apart because of a foundation issue, and then months later, they were able to wholesale it for a $15,000 profit. Now, there are some really awesome nuggets in this interview, but before we cut to that, two things I want to mention. First, like Martin and Aldo, I want to recognize your success, so I started what I call the Flipping Genius Club. Here's how it works. If you have closed the deal using one of my software tools, training programs, or something you learned from one of my YouTube videos, then go to flippinggeniusclub.com where you can fill out a simple form to share with me about your deal. If accepted, I'll send you a plaque in the mail that looks like this with your name on it, making you an official honorary member of the Flipping Genius Club. Plus, you'll get a chance to appear on my YouTube channel to discuss your success. The second thing is, this interview is a clip from a private live Zoom call I do with members of my Fast Track coaching program who get to learn, participate, ask questions, and get coaching live every single week. In addition to that, my Fast Trackers get one-on-one coaching and they spend two days live with me in Puerto Rico where I live. Joining my Fast Track program is by application and interview only and spots are limited. So if you're really serious about building a six-figure and even seven-figure business, my Fast Track program might be exactly what you need. To apply, go to FastTrackWithJerry.com. All right, so do me a favor and show Aldo and Martin some love after watching this video. If you were inspired by their success, leave a comment and say, congrats Aldo and Martin on crushing your first year wholesaling. You guys are flipping geniuses. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. With almost 800 videos, this is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping. Okay, let's cut to the interview. How did you find, even find out about this business? And what got you excited to get started and get into the business? Yeah, I mean, we both of us actually started, uh, we saw videos on, on TikTok. On TikTok, we, we learned about t- wholesaling and then basically we found your videos <laughs> on, on YouTube. So you, you find out about this thing called wholesaling. You start to go through the education process, right? You, you start watching my videos and learning. And, and from the moment where you're like, huh, this is something that we want to do or something we're going to learn about and, and possibly do from that moment, how long was it until you said, let's, let's jump in this and let's start doing this business? Probably like the, the second day I started making calls like on, on uh, Craigslist, looking for cash buyers, looking for like random houses on Craigslist. That's how I started, and then I, then I met Martin like two weeks later because uh, he messaged me for a house that I, I had under contract like two weeks later. Yeah, and basically, I thought he was a homeowner, so that's why I texted him like, hey, I saw on Facebook you're selling your house, but I, I found out he's a wholesaler, and I was like, hey, like, you want to partner up? And basically, we've been, we've been wholesaling for like about a year already now together. Wow, okay. So you guys met uh, in the business, both trying to work deals. And although you said that, you know, you started learning about it and literally like the next day you're making calls. Is that, is that what you said? Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I did. Watching videos all day, uh, like making those calls, like looking on, on Craigslist, just trying to learn the, the business. By doing. So that's really cool because what happens, typically what happens is people go through this 
this kind of like uh, dabbling stage or maybe like the not serious, the self-education. And they're kind of like, oh, I got to learn all these things until I'm ready to actually do something. But you guys, you didn't let any of that get in your way. You're like, well, let's just jump right in. Let's start figuring this out. Kelly put a comment and said, right there is the biggest learning is to just take action, right? When you get on the phones and you pick up the phone or you, you, you talk to a seller or you talk to a cash buyer, nothing is going to teach you the business faster than just jumping in and taking action and learning as you go. So love that. Now you mentioned this was a year ago. So what was the timeline to your first deal? I want to hear what did it take? What was that process like? Because it wasn't easy, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> the house I had on the contract, I probably, on my fourth day, I, I got a, a yes. I went to see it a couple of days later. I signed the contract, everything. Uh, I didn't even know what to do with the contract. Like, I knew, like, title company, but, like, there's more more stuff, like, to it. Uh, I was showing it to cash buyers, uh, stuff like that. But, like, at the time, I didn't really know. Uh, and there, the house actually had a foundation issue. So I showed it to many, like, maybe, like, 15 people that were interested, but when they were there, like the foundation was just like not fixable. I told the, the seller, hey, we need more time. Uh, it's like, uh, my, my investors are, uh, it's that foundation. And I offered him like, like way lower. He's like, okay, let me think about it. So it was later, uh, I got a call. Do you, do you have something in, in, it's called San Juan, uh, the city it was in. And somebody actually bought it from me. But during that time, <clears throat> it probably took us like, from October to January, we, we got like five houses in that same month, but we didn't actually close because the title company we used was like really bad. And we, it took us three months to close on all those properties. So basically like five months for us to get paid. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so let me make sure I'm following this. That particular deal that had the foundation issues, uh, obviously the numbers didn't work. It had issues. You tried to get a lower price. Seller wasn't really interested, but then you ended up getting that deal several months later. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay. what, that's what happened. Okay. So then what did the seller finally come down on price? It just took him a while. Is that what happened? Yeah. So I, I kind of just like forgot about it because everybody told me like nobody's going to buy this. This one guy, he, he called me for a house. It was like an acre, a uh, house with an acre. And he's like, hey, do you have any land? And I told him, oh, we, we had this one. And I was like, what's a good price? And he's, he told me the price. And then I called the seller and I went a little under and he he, he agreed. Okay. And what did you end up wholesaling that for then? Uh, we, we made 6500 on that one. But in that mean, but in the meantime, for that deal, you, you know, you, you went right back at it. You kept working on other deals and you got five contracts. Is that what you said? Yeah, in, in one month. In one month. Now, and that was, how many months in was that when you got those five contracts? Like two months. Ago. It was three months in. Two, three months in, yeah. yeah. Okay, so about three months in from when you started, you hit that third month or whatever, and you all of a sudden you land these five contracts. And yeah. did you, did, did, what happened with those five contracts? I mean, we, we closed them off, but it's just like the title company we used, we're calling every single day, we wouldn't get a response or nothing. Yeah, the title company was... It was just horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, and basically during that time, like we, well, I lost my job because I, I got fired on November. So basically like I, I was broke and he, he didn't have a job either. So, cause we were just focusing on wholesaling. So basically we didn't get paid until the title company paid us until like March. So we're broke for like months. <laughs> yeah. Funny. So you had buyers though, right? So you had the deal, you had the buyers. 
and there's just the title company was delaying and, and holding it up. And since then, you've got a better title company, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now we close houses in less than 21 days. She got through those five contracts and got those babies closed. What kind of assignment fees were on those? Uh, the first one, I got the HUD right here. Uh, we got 15000 uh assignment fee. I'm sure you guys can see it. Okay. Oh, yeah. There we go. Now we can see it. Awesome. Yeah. That felt good, huh? Yeah, I really did. <laughs> <laughs> what did that feel like to get that $15,000 check after putting in all that work and effort? What was that like? I get a call from a tire company. Hey, Aldo, your check's ready. <laughs> and I just like hung up the phone and I ran straight to my car. Like, like I, I ran like a maniac. I was so happy. Like, yeah, I was, I was really happy. It's pretty cool. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. I couldn't believe it. Once you got in the account, we're just like, damn, like I'm what? I'm 18 and I'm 19 now. But like, I'm like, damn, I have this much money in my account. Like nobody our age can like say that. <laughs> no, no, none of your friends can say they've got 15 grand in their, yeah. their checking account. <laughs> Was that the first one then that closed the fifteen thousand, or was there an, was there another one before that? Uh yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, that was the first one. That and, was uh, first we got we got plenty more after that, but yeah, after that it just it just blew up. <laughs> so, so after that, you're like, okay, we got this. Let's go. You now you're doing deals consistently on a on a monthly basis. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, correct. So we'll talk about that in a second. But first, tell me how did you find that deal that that first fifteen thousand dollar deal? How'd you find it? Uh, that one was uh, drawing for dollars. Most of our, our deals are drawing for dollars or finance signs. That, that first month, uh, like in January that we got those five deals, it was all drawing for dollars. In our market, drawing for dollars is like the best thing you can do. Okay. So why is that? Did you guys go separate and then you're, you're making lists and then skip tracing, calling, direct mail? What's your strategy with your D4D? So those first deals, we, we drove together because we thought like, hey, like we got four eyes like on the road. We'll yeah. find anything that looks like suspicious. Get the address. We skip traced it, and then we just call up the owner. Like, hey, I was just driving by and wanted to know if you're interested in selling. So then, your your primary strategy is to skip trace and call. Are you doing Are you doing any other things, or just call just calling them? Yeah, we, we call them, and if they don't answer, we leave uh, door hangers. We have stickers, okay. uh, door hangers. That's what we do. We've gotten like deals from that. So you'll not only write down the address, skip trace, and then call. But while you're there, because you're, you're already there, right? You drove by, you see this dilapidated house, it's vacant, it's distressed, whatever. Might as well get out and knock the door. Is that, is that what you're doing? Are you getting out and knocking the door? Yeah, that's what we do. We knock on the door. I mean, if we see that it's vacant, we just leave a door hanger. Yeah. Or if not, yes. uh, we get their mailing address and we go to their house. And like, like we cool. knock on their door. Martin, put that up close. Let's take, a, let's take a quick look at that. There's your door hanger, right? Yeah, we got, we got our website. It's uh, we buy RGV. Uh, homes.cash RGV is okay. our, our area, which is Rio yeah. Grande Valley, and we got it both in English and we also have uh, in Spanish in the back. Yeah. Awesome, and then flip that back over on the English, and then you've got a $500 referral. Is that what that says at the top there? Yeah, if anybody, cool. if anybody recommends at the house, oh, 500 bucks on a closing home, a little text. <laughs> we got our, our website, our description like, hey, like if you don't want to live there anymore, or like if your house has too much repairs, we'll give you cash for it. And we have our number. Read the description in white right there, the smaller print. What's that say? Yeah, it says uh, many homeowners find that their house needs a lot of repairs before they can sell it, but there's no need to spend thousands on repairs. Let us take that burden. We pay cash for your houses as is, and we can and we can close fast. Get a no obli no obligation offer in 24 hours. It looks like it's it's like laminated or got like a vinyl. Yeah, it's laminated. Okay, it's made for made for any weather. 
Yeah, and you put that on the actual porch, like the door? We'll put it both on the door and the mailbox, uh, just in case the people like check their mail here and there. How much does that cost to have those made? These cost 13 cents. 13 cents. And that's to make how many typically? We got 5,000, my bad. <laughs> okay, so 5,000, 13 cents each, which is very inexpensive, way cheaper yeah. than direct mail. Uh, what I love you're doing is I, I think a lot of people skip this step when they're doing driving for dollars. They'll, they'll write down addresses, skip trace them, but they won't go the extra step and just get out and knock the door or put a door hanger. You're already leveraged your time, right? You're there, you're in front of the house, mine as well. Have you guys considered a follow-up direct mail campaign to that same those same custom list you're making? Well, we have been thinking about it, doing it okay. later on the line. I would definitely do that. Um, I don't know if you guys had a chance, but on the YouTube channel, I think it was on Monday, uh, I did an interview video with Jason Krask out of Kentucky. And he, he does like you guys where he drives for dollars, gets custom lists. Custom meaning they're his own list, right? When you D for D, they're your own list. And then he, he skip traces and calls but then he does follow-up direct mail and he's had tremendous results. And it's, it's very inexpensive because you have such a small list, right? Like your, your D for D list might be a thousand, pretty inexpensive to mail to. You can do postcards for 50 cents. You might find that you're, you're that far in, you've done a door hanger, you've knocked the door, you've skip traced it. I bet you, you would see some pretty good return on, on investment for your marketing dollars if you also sent that same list of direct mail. What new marketing strategies are you guys implementing that you're seeing some results with? We do door hangers. We also do uh, stickers. We buy houses. We, we put these like anywhere, like uh, gas stations. Uh, yeah, anywhere, like anywhere we go to like McDonald's or something, we just put them there. Like Yeah, wherever you order, like the microphone, just slap it on. <laughs> gas stations, I mean, everybody has to get gas, right? You know. Yeah. Like, more than likely, a distressed homeowner won't have a Tesla, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Is that the primary method that you're finding deals? Drive for dollars and bandit signs are our best. Yeah. Uh, and it's a combination of both. Tell me a little bit about your bandit sign strategy. What are you guys doing for bandit signs? Uh, so we just put them in the, in the most popular, um, like... Streets. More, yeah, most popular streets. Yeah, it, it's not really like the city that takes them off. Or nothing. It's just other wholesalers. So we bought in higher, like, like bigger ladders to put them way higher, and now we don't have a problem. They, 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 don't, they don't come off. You guys, you guys know about the sign hammer? Uh, no. Sign hammer. Yeah. So what it is is it's a it's a PVC pipe, and then you have another stick that's got a little slit in the end. So you put your sign on it, and you hold it up, and then the and then the hammer is like a like an extension hammer, and then you use roofing nails, right? Oh, yeah. And then you. You hammer it in, but you don't have to get on a ladder, but you get it up where no one can grab it. You can make one really easy or just buy one. Google sign hammer and you'll see what I mean. It's, it's got a little 90 degree elbow with like a galvanized cap, but it's just a PVC homemade hammer, then a little like dowel rod. So you, you hold the sign up with that and you take the hammer and hammer it in, but it gets you up there, you know, 10 feet high or so and no one's going to touch it. Your competition's not going to be bothered to climb up there. You'll, you'll find your signs will last a lot longer doing that. And you don't got to get out a ladder. And where are you guys at now? You're about a year into the business. And what are you doing on average a month as far as number of deals? Uh, we're doing like maybe four or five like, like deals per month. That's awesome. So you're doing four to five a month. You guys are really abnormal. You know, I'm, I talk to a lot of people and it's, 
it's really exciting to see 18, 19 year olds really doing business, growing a business and doing deals. What's got you guys motivated to do this? I mean, how come you're not out partying with friends and worrying about what's the next cool thing, playing video games or whatever? Why are you guys so driven to do this business? Were you always motivated like that? Is it coming from necessity? I mean, what got you excited um, about business? Why aren't you going to school or getting a job or climbing the corporate ladder? What about it is, do you want to own your own business and, and grow wealth? Why is that? Uh, well, for me, it's, it's like when I, when I was like younger, like uh, my family never had anything. We, we were homeless. I, I always like, like wanted to like give everything to my family because my mom always like, even though she was like a, a single mom, like she always tried to give us like the most she could. So I, I want to give back to her and like, I want to give her everything that she ever wanted and not worry about anything. That's gotcha. What about you, Martin? I, I find it more fun, like more risks. I guess you could say like, if I don't work, I don't make money. I don't like, oh, if I don't go to these hours, I don't make money. You know, I don't want to rely off somebody. And my, my main goal is just really to have, like, I mean, just, I mean, not worry about anything really. Like in the future, like if I want to buy a house, like I'll just buy it, you know, like not worry about like, oh, like. Hopefully my manager doesn't like cut my hours or something like that, you know? Yeah. Or, like, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, we, we both like plan to retire, like, like pretty soon, like probably think within <laughs> less than 10 years. So that's the plan really. Well, you guys are on track. So that's really exciting. So I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to you guys have just learned good old fashioned grit, get out there and make things happen. Take control of your life. If you want something, go get it. You know, don't, don't be entitled or expect anything and, and just, you know, you eat what you kill. So you go out there and hunt every day and make a life. And that's exciting. Part of what it is too, is you guys aren't afraid. Uh, it doesn't sound like failure or rejection is something that you guys let holds you back. A lot of people, especially as we get older, we tend to be more and more afraid of that rejection, rejection from sellers, rejection from family, from friends, from society, right? And you guys are just like, whatever, we don't care. We're going to go do this. And that attitude is really what, what's propelling you forward at such a quick pace, really. So, guys, congratulations on your success. Really happy for you. You know, keep progressing and keep learning. The one thing that you don't want to do is figure out something that works and think that it's always going to work. It's not always going to work. It's only going to work for a little while, and then you have to reinvent yourself. And so that reinvention is where you progress to the next step and the next step and the next step. So, you know, you kind of remind me a lot of me at your stage where, you know, doing similar things, no money, trying to make ends meet and getting into wholesaling. But from day one, I made it a goal. I said, you know what? I don't want to just always wholesale these kind of low end homes. I want to keep progressing into bigger, bigger and bigger deals. And I was, what was really good I did is I, I went a volume model for a little while, like, hey, how do I do more deals, more deals, more deals? But then I realized that that was not the right path and I transitioned and started to focus more on margin. So bigger profit deals. And that is conducive to lifestyle. So I hope you guys kind of take that to heart. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, it's working, but be thinking, okay, how do we continually transition into getting into to bigger deals? Uh, focus on raising capital, that's the, only way you can actually do bigger deals is to start learning how to get money for deals and you'll do you'll make more on one deal than you were doing doing 20 deals right so that's kind of what's exciting about where you can go with real estate and with with flipping too so but guys uh just super excited for you hope you're hope everybody watching this and seeing 
what you guys are doing, are motivated, are excited. Uh, guys, everybody listening right now, leave a comment and say, say, Martin and Aldo, you guys are flipping geniuses. Uh, any final thoughts, Martin and Aldo, that you guys want to say? No, like, I, I mean, I want to thank you for like, like, po like posting the videos that you do. Like, they, they really like helped us a lot in the in the beginning. You're welcome. Uh, we really appreciate it. 